0: Hey guys, welcome back.
1: That sounded super country right there. What you? Because um, I said, "What's
0: going on? What's going on?" Baby? Like,
1: welcome to Yee Haw. Well. No, um, but so yeah, we we didn't have a podcast last week, as as most of you know. We we decided to take a break. Um, mm-hmm. Well, mostly it was just because nothing was coming to either one of us, and we didn't want to force anything. The the Lord, when He put this podcast on us, it was like to. Share the journey and, and be authentic. That's why peace of authenticity yeah. and um we we just neither one of us really had anything that was that was stirring on us last week to share and, and, and we didn't want to force it. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't it would wanna, have
0: definitely been a forced um, yeah. I
1: guess. And, and there might have been some good stuff that came from it, but it would still would have been all us and had nothing to do with the Lord.
0: Which no one wants to hear that.
1: Right. Ain't a, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Ain't nobody got time for
0: that. <clears throat> nobody got yeah. time for
1: that. But okay, so not not last week because we didn't have a podcast, but the week before we started in on the subject of pride, and pride is such a nasty thing. And and the the thing that Jordan and I have come to discover over the last couple of weeks is there are hidden segments of pride in you mm-hmm. that you might not even realize is pride. Yeah, there there, there might be, and I know we talked a couple of weeks ago about how. Uh, you know i I did a lot of throwing myself under the bus in in that episode about how I was keeping everybody at an arm's length and I'm not a hugger, and you know I was even keeping Jordan away from me and i and I thought, well, this is just the way that I am, but even in the midst of that, it was all geared toward selfishness and not letting people love me for how they want to love me, but I just want to be loved how I want to be loved. And and now that you say it out loud, it's like, dude, that's extremely selfish. But I didn't know that things were working that way or else I would have changed it a long time before that. Mm-hmm. And the, the the thing that, that kind of has been stirring in me over the last couple of days as we've been preparing to record this podcast is um, the, the Lord just continues to wreck me in in the midst of of what I'm doing and and I know Jordan's going to do a lot of talking today about you know um, giving us the the female perspective and also different um, I mean we we can share the same stories but at the end of the day it's a different perspective you have a female perspective and a male and then you also have an extrovert versus an introvert right and and so maybe for for those of you that really resonated with what I was saying then that was great, but maybe you didn't, and maybe because of what Jordan shares today, you're gonna go, okay, yeah, I'm more introverted, so I would probably act more like Jordan mm-hmm. in those scenarios than Aubrey. Um, but but the Lord the Lord really challenged me with with a, a statement, and and I, of course, as we always do, if if the Lord's gonna challenge me with something, I'm gonna share it on here, and you're gonna get challenged with it. So then, that way, because
0: misery loves company. Well, I'm just kidding. Yeah.
1: Well, it's it, it's just you know. Here's the thing: it, you're on the journey with us. We've yeah. we've seen this podcast from day one. Guys, come on the journey with us. And so, if the Lord hits me with something, then as I put it into practice, right? Then um, I need to turn around and share this revelation with somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's that's what makes discipleship and and being in the body of Christ so fulfilling and so rewarding is when you get wrecked, Mm -hmm. wreck someone else. It's only fair.
0: Are you going to forget, because I want to add a little excerpt right here, but I don't want you to forget where you're going. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, don't forget. Um, That reminds me of there's there's something in churches that we've both realized just through the last year or two that the mindset is just the people out in the crowd that are sitting in the pews or the chairs, right? Like pointed to the stage, just watching. They aren't a part of the journey with the people on the stage. I know some, like sometimes they are, yeah. right? So I'm not going to say that for every single situation, but we saw like a disconnect there. And it's so important for us that you're not just sitting there listening yeah. and not taking the journey with us because mm-hmm. of course, you know, I don't want to say every church is like that or anything. But That's just what we've noticed Is that there are the, um, what are the people that watch? What are they called? Spectators. Yeah, there are the spectators and then there are the spectated, you know, Mm -hmm. but we're actually supposed to be doing life together. So, so never forget that you're not just listening to a podcast. You're listening to this podcast because the Lord wants to do a work inside of you. So always be aware of that and always be aware of something to learn, not just something to learn and like store back here and not think about ever again, but something to live out.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And so when you're when you're thinking about um, what I mean, the very subject that we've that we've been talking about is talking about pride, um, and and pride has has no place. Okay, so so the last podcast we shared from the book of James, right, mm-hmm. where where the the Bible literally tells us that God opposes the proud, and and I, you know, listen, I, I want to be very clear on On what that is saying, like a, a lot of times we get in this mindset where we say, Oh well, you know you you hate the sin, but you love the sinner mm-hmm. and 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 I'm not saying that that isn't a true statement, but in this particular verse he the Bible' is telling us that God opposes the proud. It doesn't just say that God opposes pride, right in labeling the sin, he says the proud, which means those that are harboring. That pride and that those that are not dealing with the pride in themselves, Mm -hmm. you are choosing to be prideful, and therefore you are putting yourself in opposition to God. So where there is pride present, when it gets highlighted, this is why we need the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, without the Holy Spirit, I I would I would never know where I stand. Right, Mm -hmm. but this is why it's important for us. This is why Jesus says. It's for your benefit that I go Mm -hmm. because now we all have access to the Holy Spirit. And when you position yourself every morning that you wake up, especially if you're married or if you're watching this podcast and you're not married, put this into practice today. When you Mm -hmm. wake up in the morning, you say, Lord, remove everything in me that is not of you. Now, we can say that all day, but here's the thing. When the Holy Spirit highlights things in our lives, we have the choice to either deal with it, or just go, "Oh man, I suck," and can continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Holy Spirit highlights things, right? So we can get, so we can get those things cut off. We can address them. We can put them into practice, right? And then we can move forward and help somebody else with the same thing. And so this is this is the cycle in, in which I was I was thinking about the other day. And I was thinking about myself right and and I was seeking the Lord, and I was saying lord what what still inside me needs to come out and 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 you know as as a husband right as as a man, I sit there and think okay am i am I a man that's seeking god you know am am I a husband that's seeking God right, mm-hmm. and then am I a father that's seeking <clears throat> God all of these things line up, and these are all separate questions because you can be a man. Mm-hmm. That's seeking God, right, but then, if you're not see, I think that the closer we get in relationship to the Lord right the the better we become in all areas, mm-hmm. like each one should feed off of your direct relationship with the Lord, but you have to be intentional in all areas
0: you have to say
1: i'm intentional with my relationship with god i'm intentional in my relationship with my wife and i'm intentional in my relationship with my son or you know, however many kids that you have mm-hmm. or whatever it's it's all intentionality and so i'm sitting here and and i'm i'm just thinking about the lord and, and i'm i'm sitting with him and and i just said i just said lord what what in me needs to be removed so that i can be a better husband and the Lord began to take me on this small little journey, and I and I know we're, we're going to try to get to the part where, where Jordan shares. And I am not trying to take up all the time. Aubrey's I'm,
0: just going to talk about his journey first.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, it, well just it, it just like it, it just kind of wrecks me, and it's it's fresh, <laughs> and like I want to I want to share it. And so the, the Lord, the Lord began to say, like um, Aubrey, everybody can get married, but not everybody can be a husband or a wife. You can join into marriage with somebody Mm -hmm. and you can be the biggest jerk on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times we we think, okay, well, just because I'm married that, you know, we we throw the titles around husband and wife, right? You're Mm -hmm. now husband and wife. You may kiss the bride, all that stuff. Yeah. But if we're going back to the biblical definition of what a husband is, a husband is supposed to love his wife as Christ loves the church. Mm Mm-hmm. Am I doing that? No, I fall short in that area all the time, but I'm striving to be there, right? And just like um, on, on the flip side of that, like wives, um, the, the Bible says that wives submit unto your husband not to be dominated and mm-hmm. not to be pushed to the background, but to to support,
0: mm-hmm. to become
1: a helpmate. And it's like, okay, so in my interaction with my husband, are my words tearing him down mm-hmm. or are they helping Lift him up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And and it's also when Christ loved the church. Let's not forget that it was it was those people right in the church that were that were yelling, "Crucify him!" To whenever Pilate was standing there with Christ. And so it's like even when people oppose you, even when your wife is opposing you at that moment, are you loving her like Jesus does? Mm-hmm. And that takes intentionality. And in order to do that, you can't have pride coming on the journey with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what the Lord was showing me in the midst of, of thinking about today's episode and just talking about pride is positioning your heart to say, Lord, show me the areas of pride that needs to come out because you might not know that you're harboring pride. You might not know mm-hmm. that an automatic reaction that you have toward your spouse is pride, but the Lord will show that to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the word intentionality is, is something that the Lord really uses on me all the time. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear him speak to me, um, if I am saying, like, Lord, why do I keep falling, you know, in this area? Why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep doing that? He's like, are you being intentional with what you're mm-hmm. allowing? Uh, because, of course, I mean, I, we've said this before, but Jesus was tempted. So the enemy will come to you and the enemy will tempt you. Like, Jesus was tempted. It's not a sin to be tempted. It's just going to happen probably every single day. Mm-hmm. And even our flesh will just tempt us. It doesn't have to be a special visit from the enemy. Our flesh does the job most of the time. And we have to decide if we listen to it, if we beat ourselves up because we have the temptation, or we're intentional about no, oh, that stops right here. That's not going to happen yeah um, and and so yeah, intentionality has been really that's it, you have to be intentional to be able to, first of all, see the pride. Because a lot of the times, the pride has masks on in our lives and we can't see it for what it actually is because it's pretty ugly. So you have to, you know, it's like, what's that thing, putting lipstick on a pig or something like that? (laughs) It's kind of what it looks like, (laughs) I, I would say. And so you have to have that intentionality first to see it, but then the next step is to do something about it, right? And we can't do it in and of ourselves. Like that's one thing that we've got to realize we can't get rid of pride on our own. It's impossible. So that's why we have to, like in Galatians, what it says to nail our flesh to the cross every single day. Why do we nail it to the cross? Because Jesus had already done it, but sometimes we just try to carry it on ourselves and try to fix it ourselves and it don't work. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, it was funny because um, Monday we were having prayer with Zach and April And we did the podcast, you know, the week before and where Aubrey pretty much threw himself under the bus. And I remember saying like, I feel like our podcast is mostly us throwing ourselves under the bus, but it's good. I don't know. It's great. It's what the Lord's been calling us to talk about. And so, um, we, we prayed for probably like 30, 40 minutes and then, you know, came together and talked about some of the things the Lord showed us. And something that, the Lord showed Zach as He highlighted the verse. Do you remember where it is when Paul said that? Um, yeah, I boasted boast in my, in my weaknesses. Where is that? Do you
1: remember? I,
0: I, we'll have to look it up, but um, I should be better about that. I mean, yeah, at least we you know know that that's something we need to work on. See intentionality, anyways. um, Where Paul says, "I boast in my weakness," and you know, Zach and the Lord were having a conversation during that during that prayer time, and, and Zach was like, "You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it." Why do we boast in our, why did Paul say I boast in my weakness and not I boast in the strength of the Lord or I boast in the power of the Lord or the love of the Lord or why why does it have to be about our weakness you know and him the lord went on this journey and whenever he said that I was like oh my gosh that's what we've been doing um boasting in our weakness because for some reason whenever you know the lord brings us here to record for whatever week it is whatever episode it is we'll throw ourselves under the bus but it doesn't hurt our pride because it and, well, we got pride. That's, I'm about to talk about that more. <laughs> but it, it's because the Lord has called us to come here and to boast on our weaknesses so that you're about to hear a little boasting on our weaknesses. And so, um, I know I said this a few weeks back. I think it was the episode of Unity about two months ago where I talked about that there were walls in my life. See, Aubrey has his own walls and they look a certain way for a certain reason, a certain purpose, but still, like, pride is there. The walls are with pride are there for me too, but it's for different reasons, different purposes, different intentions, but they're both for protection. Um, but for me, yeah, I just had that vision um, where I had these walls up to everybody, including Aubrey, you know, Gray could come in whenever he wished, but everybody else was shut out unless I allowed him in. And, <clears throat> you know, he showed me that and I haven't like forgotten that. Like it always pops up in my head. But then there are times where I've been upset with myself, like, why do I still have that? Like, Lord, you showed it to me. I mean, I've prayed about it. You know, I tried to but there was more. There was more. So um on that prayer night, I've, well no, it wasn't the prayer night, it was another night this week. Zach and April came over and we were just talking a really really good conversation. And I and I wanna tell you guys, make sure you have friends that challenge you, not just friends that puff you up and only compliment you and only say like non-challenging things because that's something that's been really great with Zach and April because they'll ask the hard questions where I'm like dang I don't know like you know and cause you to like really really think and really really look inside because something I realized about myself is I am not very introspective of myself I mean trust me I notice myself I'm pretty self-absorbed like most of us but not like hmm why did I get upset with Aubrey? What are these walls? Where did they come from? No, no nah, bro. I'm just like, I'm really ticked at him today <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it doesn't go much deeper than that. And so make sure and have those friends that challenge you and really make you think about stuff you wouldn't have thought of before. But anyways, um, it was just a time where she was going deeper. April was asking questions about where you think these walls came from. Why do you think they're there? What might've happened in your childhood to, you know, give you a lie that you need to protect yourself on and on and on, right? And it was a really good conversation, but I didn't have solid answers that night. So the next morning, you know, I woke up and I was spending time with the Lord and I was really asking him, why are those walls up and why won't they come down? Like, what is it? And then of course I go to another vision, the Lord shows me. And it's a vision of me, um, myself but I'm creating this version of me and I would just say that it had like a perfection filter on it, okay, and I was like fixing this and fixing that. It was like my own little prototype type of myself. So I could tell it was still me, but it was so perfect. It didn't really look like me, but I knew it was me. You know what I mean, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord showed me that because I specifically asked him why did those walls come up with Aubrey? And he said, you know, as husband and wives, like what Aubrey was saying earlier, we also, our job, um, is to be able to encourage one another. Right. But also correct. And also help challenge. Just like I was talking about with friendships, you know, that's important in a marriage as well, because Aubrey knows me better than anyone. And, and the Lord showed me, um, you see Aubrey as a threat. And I was like, and that hurts but that's true I know what you're talking about <laughs> not all the time but when he corrects me I'm telling you right now all the booby traps are up the extra walls are up and I got like all these archers pointing at him. so say one more thing like it's that kind of thing and so he said he's a threat to the perfection that that I have okay oh man it's hard to explain exactly but let me take you to the Wizard of Oz At the very end, when they get there, the all-powerful Oz, right? And then they realize it's actually just a dude behind the curtain. And he's like, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. And he, like, shuts the curtain again. They're like, okay, so the great and powerful Oz is not real.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so let's say I created my own great and powerful Oz, right? And so Aubrey keeps opening up that curtain. Mm. And I was like, listen, bro, don't pay attention to the chick behind the curtain. And he's like, but that's you, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, don't pay attention, <laughs> you know, and so that statement is exactly why I see Aubrey as a threat because he legit will open the flipping curtain. I'm like, bro, I've been working on this great powerful Oz all my life. I think I started at probably age five, okay, and you were over here saying it's not good. I've been working long and hard on this thing. I've been taking notes when people say they need something from me. That's what I become. I mean, I have almost perfected this um by the way this is all um not of the lord let me go ahead and give you that and full of pride and so I realized that and I was like oh okay that one that one hurt <laughs> look Aubrey's like I knew all I've known all about that chick behind the curtain
1: <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say anything. you can't
0: fool me <laughs> But it it really hurt. I, I mean, any kind of crushing. Like, I'm even saying, like, something as simple as, like, well, I'll give an actual example. Whenever we were in Oklahoma City, I think, last week, we mm-hmm. were getting on each other's nerves all day. All day. Yeah. Like, Aubrey could just say, like, oh, my gosh, it's so sunny. Like, why does he even have to talk about the sun? He's being so annoying. Like, that kind of thing. Like, it's Shut stupid. Shut up about the sun. Shut up about the sun. <laughs> an office. <laughs> the office quote. Anyways. Um... <laughs> And so he said something like uh, the, the two lane ended up becoming a one lane, remember, and someone was waiting to come in. And I was yeah. about to let him in, but you can't read my mind, you right. know? And so you were like, go ahead and let him in. And I was like, you don't, you don't think I'm going to do that? Like, I was already mad. I was like <laughs> mad at you. and Come on. Like, why? Why are we like that? Like, think about you and your relationship with someone the closest to you. It could be your parents. It could be your spouse. It could be your sibling, whatever. There's something that they do that for some reason takes you off more than anything ever. And it could be so much as oh, go ahead and there's a lot of men real quick. Oh, really? You gonna tell me what to do? You know, and so there's a little example right there. Sometimes it gets really ridiculous. Any kind of correction um, to me is the most extremely personal thing. Um, From others, I can take it because I have to look like I can take it because of course I'm a person full of humility and you know all the things that I want everyone to see, which is not true. Aubrey sees the real me so I can just go ahead and be like, shut up, stop. No, no, I didn't do that. And if you think I did do that, I have a very valid reason as to why I did that. Because you did this, you know, all this, you know, it always has to turn around so that I can protect myself. And it was so, so, so prideful. But I was protecting something that I thought like it's it's this great deception that I have actually deceived myself into thinking that I am this person that I'm not. But deep, deep, deep down, I know that I'm a person that gets self-absorbed. I get super selfish. I get super, right? Like we were talking about the week before last. Ultimately, we're made of flesh. And we're trash. Like, Yeah, we're made in the image of God. I understand all that warm, fuzzy stuff. But sometimes we really need to look inside of ourselves and see how filthy we are. Because then that's when you realize how amazing Jesus is. Because if we only talk about how amazing we are, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Which, of course, these are scriptures, right? But some people take them out of context to where, like, I am the Jordan Anderson, the fearfully and wonderfully made, beautiful in every way, you know. Well, actually, like I am a sinner that's in need of a savior and I'm so thankful for Jesus every single day and through Jesus, I can be made whole and I need to be transparent because when I decrease, Christ can increase in me. So if I become transparent, people can see Christ through me. But if I'm all up in the way with all my flesh and all my pride and me trying to look perfect for others because I have to be all things for all people, which is a lie, people don't see Jesus, people see me. And so anyways, just still boasting in those weaknesses, but I'll just keep going. Um, But that was really, really eye-opening for me that morning that I actually had that vision that I've been creating this version of me. Nobody told me to create that version of me. It just started with a little lie. Well, if you were more like this, then, you know, this person would pay more attention to you. If you were a little more like this, then you would get more affirmation, Right, And then a little lie turns into this huge thing where this whole time I have been the great and powerful Oz when that's Jesus's spot. You know what I mean? So something that April said to me that night when we were praying, it was so good. And she just heard the Lord say to tell me, Jordan, you are more beautiful without the mask. I mean, I know that, but do I know that? Mm. Do I really, really know that? There's things when we read the Bible like, yeah, 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 I know. I've heard it all my life. Like we're supposed to, you know, love one another, do all this. But do we love one another all like throughout the day, even when it's hard? Even are there days, you know, where I wake up, like we said a few weeks back, where I'm just annoyed with Aubrey, but why? And, And I function out of that annoyance, even though he didn't do anything to me. That's not loving my neighbor. And so... It's just, it's been a time where the Lord has really, really, really been pulling out ugly, ugly, ugly things. Yeah. And we can get to that place, like Aubrey said earlier, where we just beat ourselves up and like beat ourselves up and beat ourselves up and then just move on and keep doing the same things. It's just this vicious cycle of like shame and beating ourselves up. That's still being self-absorbed. And like, I mean, that's what I was doing because... (laughs) whatever. So I'm the person behind the curtain, remember? And Aubrey will say like, well, whenever you did this, like, I really felt like that was selfish, you know? And and in my head, I'm like, I know I take note of everything and I try to perfect it. So, and so I'll even say to Aubrey, like, you don't think I know that? (laughs) Like, you don't think I know I'm selfish. That's why I am fixing the prototype. Okay. I will fix it. Don't worry. But Aubrey don't care about the prototype. He knows who I am. And people who, like, that's the thing. Whenever we're truly being who we're meant to be, that's when we can fully do what the Lord has called us to do or asked us to do in our day-to-day life. Because I can be so absorbed in myself in one given day doing all my tasks, like drinking enough water, eating healthy every meal, Um Putting in a workout, so I don't feel bad about myself. Um, text a few people some encouragement, and you know, make it a to-do list to where I'm just perfecting that prototype instead of asking the Lord what He wants to do that day through me. Yeah, and so it's just completely changing the way that you think because we think very fleshly. You have to realize that. That's why you know we've talked about how feelings are fleeting. Do not let your feelings lead you. Let your feelings lead you to the conversation with the Lord as to why you're feeling what you're feeling, but don't let your feelings lead you into doing something or making a decision or, you know, something like that. So it's a lot, guys. We're just doing something. Well, and I was
1: even thinking while you said that a second ago, um, you know, you're, you're more beautiful without the mask. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times those of us that, you know, are, are seeking after the Lord wholeheartedly, we know that the Lord loves us. You know what I mean? Like, like he 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 loves us for for who we are. But where where the the lie comes in is like, well, you know, the Lord might love me like this, but people won't. Yeah. And so then you know you're sitting there, and and I felt like you were you kept talking about the prototype. You know, I, I, like we're super, you know, uh, superhero household over here, and I kept thinking about all the different suits that Tony Stark. Would build, mm-hmm. and, and they all had different purposes, and you know, and so like when he would put on the suit, he was like, "I'm Iron Man," you know, like I'm, and he, so he was already kind of a cocky dude, and then when he'd put the suit on, it would get even sure,
0: like because then he had like you know the guns in his arms, yeah, and-,
1: and so like he he built this suit right because he's like, well, as as Tony Stark, I can't do all this, but as Iron Man, I can do all these other mm-hmm. things, and, and that's kind of the the mentality that we have when we build these. Uh, unrealistic expectations for ourselves, and mm-hmm. we feel we feel like oh well i can 't tell people what 's really going on behind the scenes because if people really knew that I was <clears throat> struggling with this they wouldn't they wouldn 't love me for who I am, like maybe you know maybe the Lord does mm-hmm. but but people won 't people mm-hmm. you know and and i 'll be honest we uh as as Christians a lot of times are the worst at like we eat our own. When somebody's mm-hmm. struggling with something, yep, yep. and if you were to walk up there and be like, hey, I've really been struggling with this, people will be like, oh, no way, you're struggling with that, even though yeah. probably or, you don't want to see what's going on behind their curtain. Oh, exactly. You know what I mean? Or they'll help <laughs>
0: for a little bit. And yeah. then if you're not fixed within a few weeks, then you're a lost cause. Yeah,
1: you're a lost cause. Mm-hmm. Or um, we, we step in because we're like, oh, well, yeah, it's my job to help fix them. Listen, we got, we got news for you. Only the Lord does the fixing trust me i know it has it has nothing to do with you and and one thing that one thing that jordan and i both often say when we're when we're arguing about something let's say an argument comes back around and it recycles mm-hmm. a, of an argument we had 6 months ago um, <clears throat> one of the phrases that we will both use is well i really thought i was better I thought I was getting better. I thought I was getting Mm -hmm. better. I thought I was doing better. I know, or even going as far as to say, "Well, I know that I'm better than I used to be," Mm -hmm. and and but then you're still bringing in the factor of that's it's it's me, like I'm purposefully being better at that instead of just being like, "Okay, um, the Lord still has work to do on me." Why is that so hard? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I, I even I even brought out the question the other day while we were praying. It's like what. What is what's so bad about being wrong?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What what's so bad? Why does it hurt so bad? Yeah, what like why why do we feel the need to hide um, like pride and fear and all these things that we're dealing with behind the scenes because we're so deathly afraid of people figuring us out and we're so bad. A lot of times we we ruin relationships because our pride won't let us come in and be like, hey, you know what? I was wrong. Mm -hmm. If anything, in my relationship with the Lord for all of these years, there is one major component throughout the time that I gave my heart to the Lord and where I am today. And most of the time, the Lord always shows me areas where I'm wrong whenever I think that someone else is wrong. And so if the Lord is constantly highlighting things in me, Aubrey, this needs to go. This needs to change. You need to die to that.
0: Mm-hmm. You,
1: you need to let that go. You need to surrender this pride because where I want to take you, you can't, you can't bring this with you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm, I'm just throwing this question out there, and and I want you to ask yourself that question: What, what is so bad about being wrong? I've been wrong so many times. But guess what? Every time I'm wrong, I get to learn a lesson yeah. from it. Sometimes the Lord will have you make the wrong decision just so that you can walk through a storm, right? Just so that you can learn something on the other side. And every he doesn't waste anything. He doesn't mm-hmm. waste an experience. He doesn't waste um, anything that you walk through. The, the Lord will use it for your good. That's why the Bible says for all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Everything has a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so if you're sitting here today and and maybe our last episode really resonated some pride in you and or maybe maybe you're you're sitting here and you have a testimony That's like And I'm saying it's a testimony because I just believe that as we're talking about it today, the Holy Spirit is highlighting that in your life and that Mm -hmm. you are going to take that and you're going to say, okay, no more. Mm -hmm. I'm not the person behind the curtain. I don't need to be the great and powerful Oz. I just need to be a regular person that's seeking after the heart of the Lord that falls short. But guess what? I come running boldly to the Mm -hmm. throne of grace every day. That, that says, I need Jesus in my life, and my decision-making and my life up until this point should point people to the fact that I need Jesus. I don't just need myself.
0: Um, yeah, and whenever you're talking, I just got this vision because lately this week, the Lord brought me back to listening to some songs that were on the movie The Greatest Showman, and one of them is This Is Me, and if you haven't heard it, you need to. It's really, really good. And there was actually a portion where um, the lady that sings that song—they were practicing. Uh, do you remember watching this video? Mm-hmm. It was from a while back. That I watched it, uh, I think yesterday. And they were practicing, and you know, Hugh Jackman is the main um, character in that movie, but the bearded lady is the one that sings this song. And so the woman that plays the Bearded Lady, they were just practicing in a room, you know? So they had all the vocalists, Hugh Jackman was in there, this woman. And you could tell when she started singing this song, she was super nervous. Like you could just see it, you know? And so she started it really timid and really, um, really scared. And then there was a moment where she sang a few lines and I think she got through the first chorus, but there wasn't much power in the words that she was saying. And then she looked over at Hugh Jackman and he was just looking at her. And he puts out his hand and she puts her hand in his. And then I promise, like, after that moment, it was just like, she just, like, burst out and singing this song and just, it was really beautiful. And the Lord just showed me a picture of, like, the situation that this woman was in. So many of us are in, right? Like, we're not good enough. Like, if people saw us as we truly are, they won't love us, you know? And it's this lie that I've always heard, like, If I'm not everything for all people, then I'm no one. No one wants, no one cares about no one, you know? And once she, you know, held hands with him and he looked at her and the the look on his face was just like, you got this, like you, you know who you are, you know? And I'm like, that's, that's the Lord in our lives. He'll hold our hands with us whenever we're afraid to show others who we really are, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a really powerful picture. And I'm not saying let's not self-glorify ourselves because like I said earlier, there's nothing that special about us. <laughs> it's, but it's with Him and it's through the strength of the Holy Spirit and through our relationship with Jesus to where we can say this is me.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that part of your relationship with the Lord is is a constant growing of uh, less is more. Like, Mm -hmm. less of me, more of him. Mm -hmm. And also, I am supposed to die to Aubrey's nature in order to take on the nature of Christ. And so I'm supposed to be becoming more like him and less like me every day. And so I I think that the element of pride in our life says, well, this is the way that I am. This is the way that I work. And people need to either accept me or they don't. Um, Listen, that that couldn't be more wrong. Yeah. The, the the whole fact of our relationship is, with the Lord is we are supposed to be more like Christ every day, not just going, Well, I understand this is the way that I am and I'm not gonna change and mm-hmm. that that is that is pride. Yeah. And um it's it's all about surrendering everything that brings my focus back around to me this is what i want this is why like if if those thoughts are flying around in your head in in just in life in general or even in your marriage then you're not being more like christ you're you're and maybe um you have to come to grips with the fact and and i was here for many times in in, in my relationship with christ is like well I, I want to come to the Lord and I want to pray to the Lord because I need him to do something for me. And and it's it's self-focused when our focus should be more like, Lord, what what in me needs to come out? What in me needs to be surrendered and destroyed so that I can look more like you. Mhm. And that's the goal.
0: Yeah. And what you were saying earlier about that mindset like You could change that whole statement, this is me, to like what Aubrey said. Well, screw what anyone else thinks, honestly, because this is me, Yeah. right? Like, I was born this way. This is how I'm going to be, you know? That's not of God at all, because the enemy always gives you a counterfeit of what the Lord's trying to say, right? So let me take you to, I think it was John, where Jesus said, hey, the world hated me first. They're going to hate you. So people could confuse that, and the enemy could lie and bring a counterfeit, like, so... So have that attitude, like who gives a poo? Because even Jesus said the world hate. so the world's going to hate me anyway, so I'll just be me, you know, but, but he's saying that, right? Because we're not of this world. Our home is heaven. We are, you know, created from the father, like we are with him. And so when this world that's all that's evil and full of flesh and full of just all the nasty things that the world is full of, they'll hate us because we're not of this world. It's kind of like if you had like an imposter come in, like you've been hanging out with your friends this whole time, and then like this kind of weird person comes in. You know, you're like, who is this? This is weird. It, it's like that. So don't let the enemy bring in a counterfeit to where you put up extra walls, which yet still pride. I don't give a poo what people think about me. Yeah, because you could you could say I don't give a poop what people think about me and have a bad attitude, or I only care what people think about me and have a bad attitude. They're both bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like trust me, coming from me, I have a huge fear of man that I'm getting through, and it's not of the Lord. So don't think just because you are all things for all people that you're doing it right because you're probably
1: not. Yeah, well, it, it's just I think every single one of us need to measure and. And bring ourselves before the Lord every day and, and say, Lord, like what what kind of pride in me? I, I I think that every single one of us have pride and it's all in a different manner. I mean, I'm sitting here and and, and I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this because it was just so mind blowing, but it's so revel like like revelatory to, to what we experience today, especially in America. I, I think that in America we we target certain sins and we're like these are all wrong, but yet every single one of us harbor pride, which God opposes. But, but right? We but, 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 that's, that. but we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we don't want to talk about pride. Let's let's just talk about everything else that that everybody else is dealing with. But I, I remember in in boot camp um, when I was when I was going through boot camp, the very last day, you. Stay up for 24 straight hours, and and you do this exercise. It's called battle stations, and literally, they um, they they deprive you of sleep. You get soaking wet, like you're doing. I mean, basically, you're just pretending like your ship is sinking, and you have to, you know, keep all the all the water out. Like it's it's, it's just complete craziness all mm-hmm. over the place. But. After you get done with battle stations, they literally march you out of there, and they put you in ranks in this dark room with this giant movie theater. And I'm sitting there going, okay, what's about to happen now? I don't want to watch a movie. I want to go to sleep, right? Like, So, so you're sitting here watching this, and and you're all standing there. And then all of a sudden, see, when you first get to boot camp, they give you a hat that says recruit on it. Mm-hmm. Well, in this moment, as soon as you pass battle stations— they give you a new hat that says Navy on it. You're no mm. longer a recruit. You're a full-blown sailor. Like mm. you're you're you've made it. This is this is the 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 pinnacle of, of your of your boot camp experience. And on the screen, they literally start playing, I'm proud to be an American. And the words are up there on the screen. You're sleep deprived. You just made it. You realize that the this is the the ultimate experience of being in boot camp, and that word is literally right there on the screen. I'm proud to be an American, right? And like I'm sitting here going, the Bible specifically says that God opposes the proud, and. So I, I'm sitting there just wrecked by that because I think that sometimes even, even like in our nations, that I'm not saying that I'm not super thankful to be living in America. Mm-hmm. I'm super thankful to that. have served my country and everything like that. But what I'm saying is I think that there can even America can become an idol. America oh, can yeah. become prideful. And, and people think that it's, it, you, you can harbor pride and call it patriotic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not saying I'm not thankful for it. I'm super thankful. I could cry.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I could I could cry. I'm so thankful that, that I'm, i I live in America, but at the same time, I'm sitting here looking up on the screen and I'm crying in this moment in boot camp. I'm like, oh my god, like I made it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is like the first cool thing that I ever did with my life. I was yeah. I was a screw up until this moment. Mm-hmm. I never had anything that was worth bragging about at this point. And I get that navy hat, and I'm sitting there crying. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm so proud, you know, I'm, I'm so proud to be an American and serve my country. And and then, but then it, you, you realize that in that moment, you can build that pride up to where you even hold your view of America higher than your view of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Everything can become an idol. Anything is on the table, and yeah. anything can be attached with pride. So here's the challenge: the challenge for us today is if you're listening to this mm-hmm. and no, no matter when this comes around you could be i mean it could be live or you could be listening to it a few weeks from now i want to challenge each of us every morning that you roll out of bed and you are able to have a new day i want you to say lord search my heart
0: mm-hmm.
1: create in me a clean heart create get rid of all pride all fear everything that is not of you I mean, I think when David says, right, created me a clean heart, he recognizes in that moment that his heart is impure and God doesn't care about what you do on the outside. He only cares about the heart. And that's where pride is harbored, Mm -hmm. is in the heart. And so we have to, we have to highlight that and we have to get rid of it because I can't grow in my relationship with the Lord. I can't become a better husband and I can't be the father that I'm called to be if I'm, if I'm harboring that with me. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the Lord literally told me the other day. He said, Aubrey, where I need you to go, you can't bring this with you. And so that's the challenge for all of us. If you're listening to this, seek your own heart. Search after. Mm-hmm. Seek. Ask the Holy Spirit to go on a journey with you to remove everything that is not of Him and and burn it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. You so said that. I was actually, actually about to say that scripture because um, I looked up each hebrew word for it and clean can actually mean cut down hmm. and then you know renew a steadfast spirit within me renew can be rebuild so sometimes it looks like the lord's done cutting off everything it's and that's John what i feel 15. right now that's what i feel right now with us but when everything's everything's cut off and cut down then you can rebuild yeah so
1: John 15 I'll cut away every branch that's not producing fruit and cast it into the fire. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do every day. Abiding up, is part of recognizing, Lord, what in me needs to change so that I can be so that I can be closer to you. It's not about what I can do in the world. It's not about how big of a ministry can we build? How powerful can I be? Can I walk around in a grocery store and lay hands on people and have them be healed? No, the goal is, Lord, what is keeping me from being as close to you as I possibly can be? Mm -hmm. And that is when the overflow into ministry happens. Everything becomes an overflow of our relationship with the Lord. So Lord, search my heart. What in me today needs to be removed Mm -hmm. so that I can be more like you?
0: Mm -hmm. Amen.
1: That's the challenge. And hey, we're on the journey with you. Guys, Mm -hmm. I I love it when somebody sends me a text message or hits up our podcast on social media and tells, you're not going to believe what the Lord showed me with this. Let us celebrate with you. Yeah. Let us know what what, what the Lord's helping walk through, not Mm -hmm. so that we can pat ourselves on the back, but just so that we can know that when the Lord has us share something that it's on purpose, it's building our faith. Mm -hmm. Share it with us. But I hope that everybody is taking away something today because I know we're pouring out. So I I hope, I hope that there's everything
0: that's wrong with that. I'm just kidding. But
1: anyway, listen, we, we love all you guys. Um, thank you for joining us. Sorry. It's it's a little bit longer, um, today, but, um, thanks for being on the journey with us and Mm -hmm. and we'll see you right here next week. Hopefully, unless the Lord doesn't give us anything again, but we'll see you next time. How about that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye guys. (laughs)